Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am so worked up and excited to tell you about today's show. We're going to be talking about online shopping for mates. We've all done online shopping at Amazon, haven't we? Well, (laughs) add this to the mix. We're going to be doing online shopping for mates. All righty. So glad to have you here. Okay, so um, according to social researchers, online dating has produced some of the most profound and widespread changes to traditional courtship that have been seen in decades, namely its effect on fundamental interpersonal processes and in an increasingly uh, product and results-oriented dating landscape, these changes are not always for the better, are they? According to online dating research, swipe apps have trained the newest generation of single adults to look at online dating as more of a video game than as a viable way to make a real connection. These apps not only are redefining how humans communicate, but also potentially how we fall in love. Online dating Are you a fan? Let's find out. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's the show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Navigating the modern dating world can be an adventure filled with disappointment and disillusionment. On the other hand, dating can lead to a lifelong partnership. Sadly for many, it is more often the former. From dating fatigue to a sting to the sting of rejection, even the most confident daters are not immune to the negative effects of dating on psychological levels and maintaining one's emotional well-being. And for those who struggle with self-worth, these effects can especially be harmful. When we spend the majority of the courting process using electronic communication, such as text, We are basically having a relationship with the device and not the person on the other end. Another danger of online dating is to hide behind technology, resulting in our behaving in ways that we would not behave in the real world. Dating apps create a new dating language. So let's find out, let's dive into what some of the current trends are 
Uh, let me just uh, open something up. Hopefully, hold on just one second. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Oh, I don't see where that. Oh, here. Aha, now I see it. Okay. All right, here we go. Okay, so some of the uh, dating uh, trends that are going on right now, ghosting. Essentially, it's disappearing from the life of someone you've been dating. By the way, I did an entire show on ghosting last year. I will try to dig that up for you and post it on my social media site so you can listen uh, to that show. Swiping left, which is dismissing someone as a romantic opportunity in less, in less time than it takes to sneeze. <laughs> That's the trend these days. All right, cookie jarring. What does that mean? Well, it's keeping someone as a backup in case it does not work out with your current partner. If you are seeing someone and want to make yourself feel a bit more secure, you soak up the attention from a potential love interest. It is an insecurity that stems from the desire to feel safe and wanted. Aha. Uh -huh. All right, let's see. Just got to get this. Oh, here it is. Okay. Got it. Okay. Next one is, sorry about this, just trying to technically do something here. Hard to talk and chew gum at the same time. All right. So next one is orbiting. This is when someone is not quite part of your life, but make sure to keep themselves relevant to you by popping up on your social media, for example. Breadcrumbing. Oh, the dreaded breadcrumbing. So this is when someone um, sends sporadic but non-committal messages as a way of keeping a dating prospect on hold, or I should say on ice, really. Just when you are ready to leave, they throw you another one. These offenders prey on your hope. Benching. <laughs> uh, I guess pulling that from basketball, right? Uh, similar to breadcrumbing and cookie jarring, except it is keeping someone on the sidelines until further notice, just in case you might want to connect down the road. Now, what's another current problem that we experience? Paradox of choice, as it's called in psychology. Whether selecting a life partner or a dinner entree, having too many available choices can be detrimental. In his book called Paradise of Choice, psychologist Barry Schwartz explains how having an abundance of choices in any realm can increase levels of anxiety and depression, not to mention wasted time. At some point, he writes, the author writes, Choice no longer liberates, but it debilitates. <laughs> I can attest to that. I mean, for those of you who live in Los Angeles, there's a restaurant called Jerry's Deli, and the menu just goes on and on and on for multiple pages. I end up skimming through it, and then I have to reread it, and then I have to come back to it. It's just too many bloody choices, and I hate those kinds of menus. I really do. So 
um, you know, this is more of the same. When you have too many options in the dating world, <laughs> I mean, one thinks on the surface, oh, what a nice problem to have, but there are an inherent problems that go along with that. So, yeah, too many choices. People have access to more options than ever, so much so that a single option feels disposable. If we stop on one person, this often leaves people second-guessing themselves and wondering if they could have done better. It's human nature. We place a higher value on things that we have to work for or the things that we have to take a risk on to get. There's so many pitfalls to online dating that it's easy to become disillusioned with the whole process. Despite this, for some, it's working given the sheer number of marriages and children that have been produced through online dating. Now, for the rest of us, yeah, uh, realize that it takes time. Being realistic, persistence at cutting through all the BS while all the while remaining optimistic that all it takes is having a good connection with, ha- with one person. All right? Understood. Okay, if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about online shopping for mates. How does this affect you? How does this affect society? How does it affect the potential candidates that you're trying to hook up with? We're discussing all of this. I would love for you to hop on. Call us at 323-642-1677. That number is 323-642-1677. Or if you happen to be listening live, by the way, our live uh, address is blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross, forward slash DT Linda Gross. And we have a chat line. You can also, uh, you know, uh, message me on the chat line and uh, I'll be able to see your comment. All right. So um, catch, we'll catch you when we come back from the break. We're going to talk about what the research what the research shows that people are spending at least 10 hours a week on dating apps. So we'll catch you right back after the break. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women Too. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. 
I see that we have a caller on the line. Uh, welcome, caller, to the show. You're on with Linda, at, and we're talking about online shopping for mates. How can I help? Hi, this is Chris from Dallas, Texas. Hi, Chris. Um, yeah, welcome. I'm, thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, the online dating, I'm not really a big fan of it. I actually think it's just a waste of time. And such. I mean, I keep, I mean, I'm wanting to get back into dating again, but every advice I keep getting is saying, no, you got to go out and approach. You got to go out and approach. You got to go out and approach. That's the most effective way. And they seem to be discouraging online dating, plus all these crazy games. And, you know, and another thing I've, I've been hearing too, I mean, I could see it's pretty obvious. I mean, you're not. You're not going to actually go out and, and make your life happen by just sitting at home in front of your TV playing Xbox or Nintendo Switch. <laughs> you know, yeah. you just have to go out there and, and look. I mean, it would be nice if things were just this simple, but, you know, life really isn't. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, you know, I don't think I want it any other way anymore because it, it could force people to evolve and go out and adventure things. You know, and just get out and experience and have fun and see what life has to offer and all. I mean, so that's just my take on the online dating for sure. But, uh, yeah, I think yeah. my take is I think it's good to add it to the mix. I don't think it should be a guy's only option. I, I think we just got get stuck in a rut when it's the only option. But like you say, it usually uh, falls on the guy to approach the girl. So even with, uh, like, Bumble, I think it is, where it's the girl's choice first, it's fine for a girl to hit on you. But after that, the guy should kind of take charge. Um, Otherwise, you know, you're kind of being led around and you might get in a situation where you really don't want to be with this person. So I think you have to try a wide number of things. I think what you mentioned is, uh, you know, do do activities that you already love. So it's not wasted time. You know, if your passion is going to farmer's market or if your passion is golfing or sharp shooting or whatever it is, try to meet somebody that's already doing similar activity that you already love to do. Um, So I think... Online dating is okay. I think you should spend all your hours on it. But, you know, I think it's so hard to meet people these days. I think you have to kind of spray a wide pattern in order to find the right girl. And and I think, think if nothing else, the online dating gives you practice, which I definitely believe in. As I say in my Mastering Women, I think guys should practice uh, doing second thing. Second thing is connecting with the girl. Especially do it in the beginning that you absolutely don't want to date. You need to practice. So when that great girl does come along, you're not tongue-tied, you know what to say, you're comfortable again. It just gives you practice. And that's a good thing. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, well, yeah, that is, I guess, I suppose it is one way to practice. Yeah, I guess I could just look at profiles and, you know, and just, I guess, just be careful because 
that was another concern about those dating apps too is are these people trying to scam me or you know is the company that owns these apps are they selling my personal information and i'm getting all kinds of spam and salespeople and the prince of nigeria sending me emails <laughs> wanting to <laughs> wanting to give me a million dollars in exchange for like 10 grand yeah so I guess if I was a little more secure about that, I, I probably would try it myself and all. <laughs> Cause, yeah. yeah, I could see, I could see that, tr- you know, trying <laughs> and all. Yeah. I mean, I could see I that mean, like working. With any, like, with, like with any type of uh, app online, whether it's dating or anything else for that matter, you know, proceed with caution. Don't give out too much information, personal background. And like I say in my book, Mastering Women, don't don't go on an expensive first date. Don't spend two, three hours and a couple hundred dollars worth on a date. You know, it's like, why? Just, you know, test the waters. Make sure the person is legit. Start with something that's simple and easy to do, you know, so you don't get burned. Minimize it. Yeah, like these frozen yogurt shops. I mean, I'm I'm in, I'm in the parking lot of a shopping mall now, and I just saw one. Very public, all kinds of people around. So uh-huh. yeah, I could see me totally meeting some woman in there for like a frozen yogurt for 20 minutes, and then I just leave. You know, exactly. No harm, no foul. Exactly. Um, and then a, there's a Chili's here too, so I could always get a glass of wine or a cocktail. And yeah, it's a fantastic place. <laughs> and yep, <laughs> that's what I recommend. Keep it simple, keep it easy. The first date should just be a meet and greet. You know, do you guys click with each other? Are you excited to see this person again? And if you're not excited to see them again, let them know. Be polite about it. Just say I didn't feel the click, but good luck in your search. And I have, I yeah. hope you have a good time dating. Go on your merry way. You know, it's like. Minimal risk, uh, you know, I know there's the danger of dating too many people or having too many options, which I'm talking about in the program today, but, um, you know, there's got to be a fine line there. You know when you're comfortable. You know when you really like this person and you're excited to see them again, and going on a short short but sweet date gives you that option because I want you to be excited for date number two. If you're not excited, then... You know, it it really yeah. it, it goes it, it flies in the face again. Third theme, which, which is what I call caring. So if you don't care to see this person again, if they don't if they don't do it for you, it's the right person. Just send them on their way. There's a person for everybody. Send them on their way. I want you to be excited about the person you're spending time with. Yeah, it's no fun to waste my time or anybody else's. It's just not cool. I mean, speaking of the of the third C, caring, or, you know, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right on that. And all. I see so many uh, people because they're desperate. Um, they end up staying with the person for months and months on end. And I and I think to myself, why? You already knew in the beginning it wasn't going to work out. You weren't excited and. You know, those kinds of situations, eventually, they're going to turn south. And you've wasted your time, let the other person on. It's just really not worth it, you know. And I believe in karma. Yeah. You know, if you let that person go, 
then it'll the universe will open up and make space for you to find somebody that you do click with. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what comes around goes around. Yeah. 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 That's that's cool that we click like that. And uh, yeah. Well, Linda, I had a really good time talking to you. I'm gonna get going. But um, I just wanted to call in and chime in on this very, very topic, and I really, really appreciate you having me on your show. My pleasure. And, uh, Tell your friends, and, and well, you're welcome back anytime to call again. Okay. Thank you, Linda. You have a good day. Take thank you, Chris. Bye. You take care. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. All right, there goes Chris. By the way, you too can hop on to this topic. You can call us at 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. You can also hop on my chat line, which is logtalkradio.com forward slash DT, which is short for dating tips, DT Linda Gross, DT Linda Gross. So easy to type make that happen all right okay so let's carry on here people are spending 10 hours a week on dating apps so the new research has revealed that millennials spend 10 hours a week on dating apps which is the equivalent about two hours a day monday through friday so study of 5,000 18 to 30-year-olds, which are the millennial uh, segment of the population, found a large chunk of the nation are turning to their phones in pursuit of love. Men were found to spend 85 minutes a day on dating apps, averaging 9.7 minutes with each session, whereas women who spent only slightly less, 79 minutes per day on dating apps, and typically browsing for another 7.6 minutes with each session to find a potential suitor. According to the study, women were found to log on to dating apps 10 times a day, with men falling only slightly behind that number at 9 times a day. Now, January appears to be the busiest month, with a 23% uptick compared to previous months. I think it's because no one wants to make a move during the holiday season, and with the new year, it spurs people on to make new changes in their life, and that includes finding somebody new. So the busiest day, well, that busy day is Sunday around 7 p.m. It's when most people log on to check for dating matches. So if you want to get the most amount of people at the same time, log on around that time. I think you're kind of gearing up for the work week and you're winding down from the weekend. You're in a relaxed state and you know, it's just a good time to hop on and see what the climate is. All right. So how about millennial dating and drinking trends? <laughs> well, over 50% of millennials say that they have one to two drinks prior to meeting up with a date for the first time. And then while on the date, over 60% say they usually consume another one to two drinks, resulting in a total of four drinks over the course of an evening. Interestingly, 
39% of millennials say they don't have anything to drink at all before a date. I think they want to just keep themselves fresh during the date, right? All right. So when asked what the primary reason for drinking on a date is, uh, the primary reason that was given by over 60% of the respondents was to ease anxiety and nervousness. Okay. Um, So 50% of millennials have had too much to drink and have said, said or done things on a date that they later regret. 50%. Wow. All right, so nearly 11% of millennial men say that they have blacked out one to two times during a date. (laughs) Wow, that's a lot of nerves. Boy, I think you need to, like, solve that nerve problem before you go on the date and quit drinking so much. It could be definitely uh, detrimental to your health. Good grief. All right, so conversely, 80% of men... And 90% of women have never blacked out on a date. Yay. (laughs) Go team. All right. One in 10 millennials think binge drinking is having nine to 10 drinks. Holy cow. That's like hospital time. It takes about three drinks an hour for a woman to reach 0.08 blood alcohol, which is the legal limit here in California. And it takes about four drinks an hour for men to reach that number. So if these people are drinking nine to 10 drinks, that's a, that's a lot of drinking. (laughs) All right. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about some noteworthy dating tips that we can take away from millennials. Um, These are some good things to learn. So let's, Let's hop on and find out what that is. You can call us at 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. And you can also hop on to my chat line. That's uh, blogtalkradio.com, D-T, Linda Gross. That's D-T, Linda Gross, short for dating tips. All right, we will catch you right back after the break. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. 
Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show, but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about online shopping for mates. Hey, we use uh, Amazon to online uh, shop for products and goods and services. Why not do online shopping for mates? (laughs) Some of you hate it. Some of you love it. You know, what's our takeaway from from the millennials who are using these apps uh, so frequently? Now, these are the 18 to 34-year-olds. So let's see what, uh, what they're up to, shall we? All right. So 87%, I love this number, 87% work out more than once a week. Millennials work out more than once a week. I love that. So for me, I, I work out... Um, four to five times a week, been doing that for decades, so it's good. You know, we only have one body, might as well take care of it. All right. Of the millennials, they say that Tinder is not for them. Nearly 60% of millennials find love through friends or shared interests. Well, this is kind of surprising. 60%. I guess they did the app thing and then they just got bored with it or something because they're looking to find a a connection in real life, not not through a phone. Good for them. 42% of millennials said that getting married was extremely important to them. 50% cook four times a week. Wow. (laughs) I think I better go find a millennial. I love this. Uh, and the millennials spend one-third of their money on groceries. This is kind of shocking. I I didn't think these numbers would be this high because I keep hearing that millennials spend all this time and money on Post-its and Grubhub, and they have all these uh, deliveries uh, made to them. So spending a third on groceries and cooking four times a week, these numbers are impressive. I don't know if I, if I believe them. Do you do? Do you believe them? Because I keep hearing about, you know, the uh, online delivery services. All right. Millennials say that no ghosting is for them. Ghosting is that habit, which is uh, ghosting is disappearing on someone instead of breaking up with them in person. Hmm. So what this study is indicating is that millennials are being more forward and trying to do the breaking up in person rather than hiding behind a phone. All right, 80% of millennials say they have been ghosted. See this see that's why the above figure doesn't make any sense to me because if that if the number is that high, shouldn't it go both ways? I think so. All right. 
90% of millennials said that the most effective way to end a relationship is in person. So if that were the case, then you wouldn't have the stat, the above stat that says 80% have been the recipient of being ghosted. All right. 70% of millennials value a purposeful career over salary. That one I agree with. I think they're, they are really interested in what they're doing. 75% check social media multiple times a day. I, I don't think it's just the millennials. I think it's all of us. <laughs> you know, um, 80% don't think that they should be expected to respond to emails at night or on the weekends. I love that, millennials. You go. A lot of times, especially if you're an owner or an entrepreneur or have a business, it's like, shoot, we're just, you know, on social media day and night, day and night. It's not a, it's not a good habit. <laughs> I love the, the fact that they can, you know, disconnect from that. Love it. All right. So what are some of the tips that we can learn from millennials and apply them to our dating lives? So what they say is get offline and meet people in real life. Well, duh, <laughs> as Billy would say, Billy Eilish would say. Uh, I, I do like that. It's hard to do. It's what, once you get addicted to being online, it's it's hard to meet people in real life, but you know, like I was telling Chris earlier, it's okay to have online dating as part of the mix. It shouldn't be your only avenue to meet people. You know, if you mix things up and it's part of the the general toolbox that you use, I think it's okay. Online dating, the good thing about it is that it gives you access to large numbers of people. That being said, almost 60% of millennials said that they that their favorite way to meet new romantic partners is through friends, groups, or shared interests. And only about 9% said that dating apps were their preferred ways to meet people. Now, of course, who wouldn't want to meet the person through a friend group or shared interest? We all would. So it just takes practice. You just have to put yourself on out there and this takes practice. All right. So how to how to do that? Well, they look to find a great cause to volunteer for, or perhaps they find a meetup group to attend. A meetup group is uh, like-minded individuals coming together for a similar purpose or an, a hobby or interest or activity. I, I love this uh, notion. So yes to meetup groups. I would say uh, yes to that. And Lastly, the millennials say, always say yes to parties and get-togethers organized by your friends. And you know what? If you don't get invited enough, hey, you be the host, right? You do the inviting and put together and tell the people that you're inviting, bring a new person, someone that, that the group hasn't met. So if everybody brought one new person, um, look at the odds. You'd have a lot of new people to talk to. Next up, what they're recommending is get to know your neighbors. Uh, for most things in life, proximity is often key. I agree with that. In my book, by the way, Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. By the way, you can just Google that. 
Mastering Women on Amazon. Uh, Mastering Women on Amazon, Linda Gross, it should come right up. Um, I don't believe in long-distance relationships. I think there's a lot to be said for somebody who's in your backyard. Um, You have similar interests. Uh, You probably are socioeconomically in the same, uh, you know, in the same median there. Um, You probably go to the same market or the same cleaners or the same local pub. So I think there's a lot to be said for somebody who's in your backyard. So millennials say that they are 36% more likely to want to date someone in their neighborhood because they believe they have more in common with people who live nearby. I fully agree on that one. They are also 38% more likely to have had a crush on someone in their neighborhood. Hmm, That's cool. Uh, So some of the tips on how to get that done, well, connect with, maybe you want to connect with the person walking their dog in front of your house. Uh, maybe you want to strike up a conversation with that cutie in the elevator. All right, what other tips can we take from the millennials? Well, they say, know what you're looking for. So time and effort are valuable, and millennials date with purpose and intent. They have a list of must-haves. They also dump people pretty quickly who have red flags or are plain are just plain not compatible with their wish list. I agree on both of these counts. Have an end game, the millennials say. Millennials who are looking for love and commitment don't give up because most think that everyone is just looking for sex. All right? So put that notion aside because not everyone is. Maybe they want sex and romance, okay? Millennials believe that there are lots of good people out there that are looking for love and commitment and they focus on like-minded people. I think that's really good advice actually, because why bother with the outliers? Why bother with somebody who is not on the same page as you, put those people back in the ocean and keep fishing. Millennials think that love and sex should be connected. Millennials are 177%, I don't know how they got that number, but okay, uh, more likely than those of other generations to feel the pressure to marry. That's interesting. Since the marriage rate is actually going down and actually being deferred, um, it's interesting that, well, sometimes it goes in phases. Sometimes one generation is turned off to getting married and it it breeds the ground for the next generation, the the, uh, up and coming generation, which are the millennials, to actually want to get married. All right, 54% of millennial singles said that they feel the pressure because they want family and kids. Hmm, I don't know why they feel that pressure because today, unlike the previous generation, we have surrogacy and a lot of people are taking advantage of surrogacy. So I don't know why more than half of the millennial singles say that they feel the pressure to uh, have a family and kids. All right. 50% feel the pressure to make their parents happy. I think that's always been around, regardless of what what generation you're in. 35% feel pressure to wed and to keep up with their friends. 
Hmm. That could be. You know, we talked, uh, was it last week on, you know, if your close friend is getting married, it really bumps up the fact that you too are going to propose within the next year, even though, if, even though you don't even have anybody right now. But, you know, if your friends are getting married, you don't want to be left behind. You don't want to be the single single person. You want to keep up with your friends. So I agree with this stat. Okay. Millennials are 40% more likely than those of other generations to believe that an emotional connection makes sex better. Hallelujah. <laughs> Millennials are the least likely generation to have cheated on a partner. Boy, that's heartwarming. <laughs> I love that. So you go, Millennials. You're doing a lot of things right. They've really like thought this through. Maybe they come from divorced homes or baby daddy, baby mommy homes or whatever, and they're like, this is just nonsense. We're not going to do that. Good for you. All right, what else can we learn from the millennials? Keep dating even though you don't feel like it. All right, well, um, let me just get rid of that. Okay, even though you don't feel like it. So millennials are the most likely of all singles groups to say they are lonely. Oh, that's sad. 65% more likely than other um, singles categories. To, be lo- to say that they are lonely. Wow. I wonder why that would be. Millennials are the most likely to feel bummed out by dating. 36% more, more likely than other singles categories. Millennials think traditional dates are too formal and will instead opt for a drink or a quick hangout. That one I agree with. Absolutely. Um, and I don't want you to have long long dates or expensive dates, it should be just a meet and greet in the beginning. So I agree with that thought process. Talking now means anything from physically holding a conversation to across media like texting, Snapchat, Instagram, or messaging. Ain't that the truth? There's so many ways to talk to somebody. But then again, you know, a lot of times people use technology to hide behind, and one thinks one is staying in touch when really it's just another form of hiding, evading. Hooking up. Now, this one is an umbrella term that has no serious exclusivity or commitment. Many young adults, meaning millennial women, opt to casually hook up with friends or strangers so that there is no label associated with their actions. Um, I don't really like this one. You know, I think, I don't think you should so casually hook up. Like, what's the point? Especially for a girl. What's the point? Gender roles are out the window. It's now very acceptable for both sexes to have a lot of casual sex. So the way I see this is millennial women are having casual sex just like men. They want to be men, I guess. Um, Yeah, don't really agree with it. Hopefully that pendulum swings back the other way. All right. The future of a relationship is unknown. The relationship stays very casual for a long time until one person ends it or disappears. There is no in-between phase for millennials. 
where they go on dates. This is just a murky gray area where it is. There is an extreme casual and an extreme formal and nothing else in between. Yes, I do see a lot of this. (laughs) I don't know why. So I guess for whatever reason, they're not comfortable with the ongoing dating scene. So they either, it's either too casual or they're hooking up to get married and have a family. Although millennials have access to hundreds of thousands of individuals um, through online dating, this excessive access leads to indecisiveness. Too many choices paralyze us, a condition known as the choice paradox. Couples who meet online are more likely to break up than those who met offline, according to a study conducted by Stanford University. Millennials suffer from persistent anxiety about the ones that got away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Because of the illusion of people's availability, social media has transformed our communication, which actually has served to distance us from being exclusive when we date. Millennials avoid commitment and hate set- settling. Oh, ain't that the truth? <laughs> On both counts. They are unwilling to find satisfaction in what is presently good, i.e. what is sitting right in front of them. They have an inability to learn about one person at a time. This lack of concentration occurs because social media apps tell them that they deserve better and that they know they have options that were not afforded to previous generations. And it teaches them to toss everything that isn't an insta-perfect fit. So how to deal with these problems? Well, Use new opportunities to heal old wounds, the millennials say. Instead of spending time to try to figure out why your partner can't commit, instead spend that time figuring why you won't commit. I love that one. Don't overanalyze. Don't be a problem solver of others. Uh, this You can only help yourself. So incessant problem solving of others, just kind of like makes you evade the the problem and the issue at hand, right? Focus on yourself because that you can change. And And lastly, that love isn't usually found, but it's created with a willingness um, to make things work and teamwork, all right? Can't go into a relationship by yourself. (laughs) We've, We've found that out all too often. All right. I want to thank you for joining our show today. Uh, we're, we were currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are typically here each and every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. If you happen to have liked our show, there are many ways that you can show your love. You can listen, call, subscribe, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book, Mastering Women, on Amazon. So lots of ways. And if you happen to miss this show or previous shows, 
so easy to do. All you have to do is just Google the Mint Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and up will come lots of ways that you can hear us. The primary primary way you can listen on demand is SoundCloud. And again, all these are the same name as the show. Tune in, and of course, right here on Blog Talk Radio, we'll also give you uh, the on-demand library. The SoundCloud library, by the way, SoundCloud and TuneIn, you can listen to more than five years of shows and do some binge listening. And I understand from a lot of our listeners that we're on other podcast apps as well. So look for that. Thanks very much for joining us. Tell your friends, subscribe, call in, and I look forward to seeing you next week on the Men's Advocate Show. Bye for now.